Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long we are celebrating veterans, but not just veterans, but veterans who have taken the route of becoming entrepreneurs. So we're learning not only about their journey, but about how it has transformed them in their business world. My guest today, she and I met a couple of years ago, well, virtually met, through a friend of ours. And... Um, it's been a really great journey to watch what she's been doing. And I can't wait to not only learn a little bit more about it, but to learn more about her. So Crystal Cruz, and also her name is Crystal Laura, which I love. So I, I don't know which one I'm going to call her, but we'll see how it feels as we go through. She's a diversity and inclusion practitioner and an associate diversity coach. So this is something so important to our world today. Not that it hasn't been before, but really important today. She uses her personal experience overcoming obstacles and a more than 19 years as a military leader in the Air National Guard to engage people. She continues to serve leading an organization of 800 employees part-time with a strategic DNI program for strategy, communications, coaching, and training. And if that wasn't enough, she oversees the strategic community engagement plan for the United States, consisting of over 90 practitioners. And she also mentors and supports 14 practitioners in the Northeast region. But that's not all she does. Let's wait, there's more. She also had, operates as a coach and consultant for the, as a cruise coach, and that's the name of her company, The Cruise Coach, where she leads individuals and teams towards improving their emotional intelligence and inclusive leadership journey. Hey, you know what? She's also an athlete and a marathon runner. And when I say marathon runner, I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about some of those that are like 50 mile ultra marathons, which means she's a little crazy. I'm a little bit jealous or maybe not at all. I think I'll be sleeping in those days, but she has a lot going on. And one of her missions is to make sure we know that we can continue on with confidence, be our best personally and professionally, as well as physically as well. So joining me today from her home in Louisville, Kentucky is Crystal Cruz. How are you today, Crystal? Hello. So great to be here, Michael. Thank you so much. All right. I know that when I first met you, I called you Crystal Laura because I love it. And then you also are listed as Crystal. Let's let's get it straight. What should I be calling you today? Whatever comes to your mind. I love my name, though. I've grown to love my name, Crystal Laura. Yes. And you know what? I'm the same way. When I was young, I didn't like being called Michael. So I went by Michael Ann. And now the people who still know me by Michael Ann, I'm like, stop. I gave that up in like the seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> but Crystal Laura, I love it very much. So tell us, um, you know, I hit the highlights of your bio, just some of the many things that you have done and have going, which is a lot. But I want to start first with your military service, um, because this is a branch we haven't talked about actually at all this month. And I'm really excited to learn. Tell us a little bit more about what got you involved in the service, what you gained from it, and how it has helped you to shock your potential. 
Yeah, so um, it has been quite a journey. Uh, I've been in over, just over 19 years. I joined right after 9-11, actually, with a friend of mine. Um, oh. And initially, we joined to pay for college. Um, and be, obviously, the things that were going on in the world. But um, we really wanted to go to college. We wanted to serve part-time, um, you know, kind of live this life at home, not you know, be overseas and, um, you know, so we chose to go with the Air National Guard so that we can serve where we live um, and serve in our community and go to school. So it was a really great opportunity for us. And at first I, you know, chose the quickest school so that I can get back, go to college. And I found out that it really provided so much experience and education and camaraderie and community that um, I ended up so much being challenged in so many ways that I ended up falling in love with it and staying in. So, um, you know, in the last 19 years, I've had seven different positions mm -hmm. um, and I just keep challenging and growing myself through those experiences. So it's been an incredible journey so far. You know, I love the fact that you said we serve where we live. And that's really important because most of the time people think about the Air National Guard as, you know, when something happens and we're going to call in the Air National Guard. But tell us a little bit more about what that branch really does, because I think it's important, not just for where it is, you know, like you said, serving in your community, but what what that branch of military service really does um, on a part-time basis is phenomenal, but I don't think most people know enough about it. So give us a little bit more info. Yeah, it's actually the best kept secret is what we call it. And um, I was a recruiter in the Air National Guard for a period of time. So I know how difficult it is to say, oh, you're in the army. Uh, oh, you must fly planes. What is this international guard thing? And I found that many people don't know, and that's totally natural. That's that's common. Um, so what we do is we we serve the in the community that we live. Um, so we serve a federal and a state mission. Um, so we do domestic operations such as hurricane cleanup, um, blizzards, flooding. Um, so we work for the state the governor of the state of in which you serve in. Um, so that's who you, you report to. And we have a federal mission as well. Um, so, and we typically work, um, most of our force works part-time one weekend a month and then 15 active duty days throughout the year. So it provides a lot of flexibility for you to have your civilian life and serve part-time as well and stay home. Right, absolutely. And you do, uh, I mean, you think about, somebody in maybe the army, for instance, in a career in the army. So you know that uh, you're, you, regard, you depends on what you're doing, obviously, but I just think about the fitness level and how we're going to tie this into the other part of, of what you do today, one of your businesses. But I mean, you have to, for being in here for 19 years, you have to stay completely on top of your health and fitness because you don't know where you might get that call. You don't know what you might be doing and you don't know how you'll have to serve. So physically and mentally, you have to be sharp all the time. That must, that must be great in one way, because then, you know, that's part of your, your job requirement, but it also must be challenging to always, you know, for 19 years, have that as you never know how you're going to have to use it. I'm probably not asking the right question, but when I'm really, I'm like kind of jealous. Like if part of your job is maintaining fitness, it's got, it's got to be hard, but also really good for you. 
Yes, it's a really great um, internal driver in the event that you're not intrinsically motivated, right? Um, Having that looming that this is your career is definitely, it can be a motivator, right? (laughs) Um, You know, even though I work part-time technically, um, I wear that uniform, you know, inside my heart and my mind and my, my life. It's, you know, we're, we're very deep rooted in our core values, which is integrity first service before self and excellence in all we do. So, um, although we put that uniform on part-time, it is a life journey. It's, it's a life job 24 seven. So, um, as a servant leader, as a, as an airman, as a leader, that's, that doesn't just turn on and off. So that that mental resilience, the fitness, the whole person concept, mm-hmm. um, your education, your experience, um, everything you do when you're not in uniform, we bring that depth and that diversity of thought and experience to the Air National Guard. And that's what's so beautiful too, is that we wear multiple hats and several different identities. Right. And plus the fact that, you know, for the most part, you are serving right in your own communities that must tie it even more. And I know we talked before we started taping, you've moved around a lot as well. Um, But and a lot of people in military service move out around a lot. Did you also move because there was a need in different places? How how is moving, um, you know, some a part of the Air National Guard versus maybe being in the Navy or being in the Air Force? Great question. So actually, um, my base is still in New York, um, in Buffalo. So I commute to my work um, (laughs) because I met my husband eight years ago and he's in the army. Ah. And so I'm also a military spouse Mm -hmm. and I was active duty for almost 10 years. When we met, he got orders to leave and we, I had two months notice. So I had to resign my full-time active duty position, go part-time, back down to part-time, move away from home, move away from everything I knew in two months notice. So find a new job, move away. And we've moved four times in the last four years. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a whole nother conversation, but um, as a military spouse, uh, just shout out to all of those spouses out there. It is not easy. You serve right with your soldier airman, um, or guardian, and it is just, it's a journey for sure. Absolutely. And we've highlighted, not only have we highlighted some spouses, but we've had a lot of our guests this month talking about the roles of their families. And, uh, one in particular, my friend, Rob Campbell talks a lot about, you know, we made the decision and we, we, uh, made these choices and we figured out how to make the move. And we were talking about his whole sense of family, you know, saying, okay, we might not have a choice necessarily of where we're going, but we have a choice of how we're going to respond to it or how we're, you know, where we're going to live there physically and what kind of schools and, and giving, giving those family members a sense of control, even if they can't control at all. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So Crystal, how has um, your military service helped you as an entrepreneur? Oh gosh. I think, you know, the biggest thing when I think about, um, my service and how it connects to me being an entrepreneur is really just learning to trust myself and um, reach outside my comfort zone because mm-hmm. you know you join the military you don't know what you're you go into boot camp it's pitch dark you're under an, a hangar and people are re- yelling at you to pick up your bags and and you're like what did I get myself into and so it's been 
plenty of opportunity. I've had plenty of opportunities to dive into those um, those situations where it's pitch black. You don't know what's next, and um, and you just pick up. You know that you have people by your side. You know that you have trust in yourself, um, the confidence. The um, you know just we've done hard things before, and everyone has, not just people in the military. And that's what I love helping my, my clients with is like helping them see you've done hard things before you can do it again. And Mm -hmm. really um, owning the trust of your experience, your education. And when you're faced with something new and uncomfortable, I think that has been so powerful. It was just like, Hey, I got this and I'm going to figure it out. If I don't know what to do, I know I'm going to find someone. I know I'm going to trust that if it's not exactly what I did in the military, it, I can find a related skill or way to articulate it so that I can be um, my best self in this next unknown situation. And yeah. that's, that's just kind of been my mantra is really just kind of trusting myself, um, honoring, you know, all of the experience that I've had. I think that's a great way of looking at it because you know, entrepreneurship can feel very lonely. And probably like you said, in those moments of the pitch darkness where they're like, get your bags and get on this plane. And you're like, even though I know there's people around me, I don't know everything, but I'm going to trust that it'll be all right. Even when I can't see what the outcome is. And that trust of yourself is definitely uh, not for the faint of heart and neither is entrepreneurship. (laughs) Yeah. And especially when you have, like, I had people tell me, oh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. There's no way you'll make it through basic training because oh, I'm wow. not five foot. I was, a, I'm, I was an NFL cheerleader. Um, you know, I am not your typical soldier. Right. So <laughs> they're like, oh, you'll be back. Don't worry. And, and then when I started my business too, I heard those similar voices It's like, well, you should get a real job. Well, how's that coaching thing going? Here's this position. This might be better for you. And I think many times we have to drown out those noises and really stay true to what, what is your passion and your drive and your values. <laughs> I'm laughing because uh, about six months ago, seven months ago, a friend of mine who works for a very big consulting firm said, you know, there's a perfect position for you and it's a lot of money. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm doing great with my businesses now. However, if he would have uh, asked me that same question when the pandemic first hit and my business went, you know, in the toilet quickly, I might have said, you're right. And, and it's important that we hold on to ourselves in those moments. <laughs> it's hard. It is. I love it. Well, Crystal, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to learn more about your businesses today. Imagine starting a long journey without a map or even a clear idea of the obstacles ahead. That's exactly what it's like for entrepreneurs who start companies with a lot of passion, but without the financial expertise to grow and scale their businesses and create long-term wealth for their families. Find a financial advisor who can help you map a better journey. Wayne Titus shows you how in his book, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. With the right advisor at your side, you'll have the freedom to focus on what really matters to you. Get the Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being at Amazon.com and in the virtual bookstore on the Shock Your Potential app. And we are back with Crystal Laura Cruz, and we are talking about not only her time uh, and current still time in uh, the Air National Guard, but also her um 
her drive for entrepreneurship. So that leads right into, I know you own and operate two different businesses today. So let's talk about it. Tell us what you're up to. What are you doing? What do we need to know that maybe we want to be a part of? Um, okay, so both of my businesses really have a foundation of emotional intelligence and personal growth. So I just want to say that first and foremost, because I think in order for us to show up in life and in relationship and in connection with other human beings, we have to be totally good with ourselves first. And that mm-hmm. means staying hydrated, um, <laughs> being, being in shape, being healthy, um, and just being your, the, your best self and trying to be your best self continuously. And it's a never ending journey. So both of my businesses, um, one of them is the cruise coach. So I am a life and fitness and confidence accelerator is what I like to call myself. And that's evolved so much over time because the more I help mostly women, um, the more I learn how complicated of a human being we are. And it's not like, I don't give people just a quick weight loss or a quick workout when I, what I found is that many times if people want to lose weight, it's much deeper than that, right? Absolutely. We dive into their habits. We dive into their blocks, their negative self-talk, everything about emotional intelligence and the human connection with themselves and other human beings um, is what I like to focus on. Um, we set boundaries, we develop, we co-create a plan together. Um, so it's, it's a very beautiful um, connection and collaboration um, for me to be in your corner as your coach. Um, so I have been expanding also. So my husband, I told you he's in the military as well. Um, we just launched the Cruise Beyond Limits Jacked Edition. So Ooh. He's now doing men's fitness. Um, so he's a personal trainer as well. So um, he's handling all the, the men's personal training. Um, so he's he has, I think, five clients now. He can take up to 10 per month. And um, so he's doing really well with that. His clients are getting amazing results. And then also what I found, especially as a marathon runner, is that the power of stretch, recovery, and yoga has to be a really great part of our cross training. Um, So I actually just brought on an affiliate uh, cruise coach. She's a yoga instructor. Her name is Jennifer Inman. Um, And so I'm testing her program um, with the cruise coach. And uh, we launched that October 1st. So super excited. Um, It's really about the whole person concept and really tapping into um, that person's true potential. Um, And sometimes we don't know what that is if we don't kind of reach outside our comfort zone and you have someone to kind of hold your hand through that process. Um, And we try new things and we have fun and I get to be my true authentic self. And that's what's so beautiful. And we I do it right from here. So it's no fancy studio. I'm (laughs) wherever I'm at. I'm flying to Berlin tomorrow to run a marathon and I bring my tripod, I bring my phone, I stream wherever I'm at in the world. So um, I meet everyone where they're at in their living room virtually. So it's a beautiful thing. Nice. Very good. Well, look, good luck in the marathon. Fantastic. 
Thank and you. I love that. So I know that we talked about that, but I, you also have a second company that actually did, well, both of your businesses were really impacted by, you know, your first one, the cruise coach was impacted by the pandemic in a positive way, because all of a sudden people were home. They need, they were putting on a little of the COVID-19 and uh, they needed some inspiration, but your other business also uh, really grew out of some of the unrest. It's not that it, you know, was just brand new to you, but that it had great opportunity when it's time for us to talk about inclusion and diversity. So talk a little bit about that business. Yeah. So my second business is inclusion culture and I'm the president and co-owner. I have three other business partners um, and we started um, doing consulting work um, a couple of years ago. So um, we've all been diversity and inclusion and diversity coaches, um, practitioners for four years now. Um, so well before the civil unrest had happened, um, we've been doing this work and um, in person mostly. So when, um, when the COVID happened, we had to pivot really quickly to Zoom. Yep. And really learn how to facilitate group training um, over Zoom. So that was an interesting journey. And um, so we were doing consulting work for a while. And then um, we decided to incorporate. So it'll be just about a year now. And that company is called Inclusion Culture. And nice. we also have a foundation of emotional intelligence. So we help leaders and companies discover within themselves so that they can make deeper connections and understand themselves, their emotional intelligence, their triggers, their biases, their experiences, mm. and their true authentic self so that they can, they too can have a voice. And with the goal of just having more love and bringing more humanity back in, into the world, because we need it. I agree. In fact, I was just talking with somebody, we had a great conversation about inclusion and diversity, and we were talking about how it's not just about race or ethnic or ethnicity anymore. It's about people's different learning styles, their comfort levels, you know, whether or not they're dealing with uh, depression or anxiety, that the more we use a real broader awareness of inclusion and diversity, um, we can start to open up our eyes to see what does that mean? It means probably a lot more things than we might think of. And it, and it just bodes well for all of us in our society, but also especially in our workplaces. Yes, exactly. And I think it's it's really hard because um, especially working from home and this hybrid model and everyone has different levels of comfort now with, yep. uh, with COVID and then the Delta variant. I mean, and people are getting comfortable at home and it's just, it's a whole nother dynamic of what, um, what humans go through and grow through. And um, so sometimes we've lost some of that connection. So our goal is really to bring, to drive that connection, not only with themselves, but with others, regardless of the situation. I agree. Absolutely. I love what you're doing in both companies because there's, there's a place for both of them and uh, there's a need for both of them. I think pretty soon you're going to have to decide which one though gets your full attention. We laugh about this, but you know, when they get too big, you got to make some decisions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. Well, Crystal, we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they need you as the cruise coach or they need you as inclusion culture, what's the best way for them to find you? So I'm very active on LinkedIn. So that would be the, the most easiest way um, to really connect with me. Crystal Laura Cruz on LinkedIn. I'm the only one in the world, Crystal Laura. So can't, can't mess that up. 
Um, and then also on Facebook and um, Instagram. So Crystal Laura Cruz um, or Inclusion Culture. Um, so I would love to connect with you. Just reach out anytime. My phone number and my email is on there. Excellent. And before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Oh, just take each day, take each day as it comes. And every day is a blessing. And man, it's just life can be short. And we want to live each day just your true potential, really just kind of reach outside your comfort zone, see what's possible. You never know. And sometimes we don't have to have all the answers and we don't have to always be perfect and get it right. We just have to be willing to try. That's all. Absolutely. I agree so much. Crystal Laura, thank you so much for being my guest today. It has been a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.